Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Football Briefing. This is the second episode. Each day on the Fantasy Football Briefing, we will discuss everything going on in the world of football and digest it from a fantasy football perspective. Today, we will be discussing the latest happenings with respect to quarterback free agent signings. Um, There's been a lot of big ones today. I'm your host, John Maselli. I'm here with my co-host, Jason Spencer. How are you doing, Jason? I'm doing good today. How are you? I'm good as well. I'm just getting through this social distancing period by uh, recording podcasts late in the night about what's happening in football. So um, with that... We'll start on uh, some of the key topics for today, which are uh, the signing of Tom Brady. I, I don't. I believe it's tentative because he's not allowed to officially sign yet, but it looks like it's going to be with Tampa Bay. Um, Philip Rivers signing with the Indianapolis Colts, and Teddy Bridgewater signing with the Carolina Panthers. There's also other uh, quarterback discussion to be had around, you know, the teams that are mentioned here, as long as well as the teams that lost these quarterbacks, um, and just some other quarterback news that will we'll wrap up with at the end of the show. But let's start with the biggest news of the day, which is Tom Brady is going to be signing with Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's just first think about what that means for the NFL, for Tom Brady, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, for the New England Patriots, and then we'll digest it sort of from fantasy football. So what do you think? Well, you know, it's obviously huge news. Um, I'm not totally sure I understand it from Brady's perspective and Less so from the Bucks' perspective, but also a little bit from their perspective. Um, and let me just preface by saying that I am a huge Brady fan. I always have been. Um, I think he's the GOAT. I don't really think there's much of an argument against it. Uh, so if I sound like I'm hating on him, I'm not. It's just my honest take. I don't think it's good for the Bucks because I don't think he's better than Jameis Winston. I think Woo! they would I think they would have been much better off keeping Jameis Winston. I understand the guy. Are you saying in terms of long term, or are you talking about next year? Both. Okay. Um, I think I understand Jameis Winston's a walking interception, and I'm down to make fun of Jameis Winston for that all day. But I just don't think Brady has much left. And I think if you look at the weapons that Tampa Bay has, especially guys like Mike Evans, I'm just not sure Brady has the arm at this stage of his career to really get him involved and use him to the best of his ability. So I get it, and trust me, no one's rooting for him to have a great season next year. I'd love to see him throw for 50,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. and 5,000. Yeah, 5,000. <laughs> well, 50 would be cool, too. Um, 5,000 yards and a bunch of touchdowns, but I just don't see it happening. Hmm. I think this is amongst the best weapons we're ever going to see him with. Yeah. But at the same time, he's just he, he wasn't the same Tom Brady last year, and that was obvious, and he kind of silently blamed his weapons. I'm not sure it was all that. I do think um, time might be catching up to Tom. So, <laughs> um, so I understand that that opinion. I don't know that I track with um, them being him being a better or worse option than Jameis, um, at least uh, for this year. However, I can understand where you're coming from with that perspective. Um, I did want to mention, too, I do think he made the right decision in terms of coming to Tampa rather than going to uh, L.A. Um, Just because he does have a better offensive line, and like you mentioned, the weapons in Tampa are going to be really, really strong. Um, He's got Prashad Perriman, Mike Evans, uh, Chris Godwin, O.J. Howard, if he can play well this year. And the offensive line last year um, was ranked seventh in the NFL, so that's, that's good as well. Um, and it's also something he was looking for, uh, good protection up front, which he wouldn't have gotten in LA. That's actually why Philip Rivers is going to be, um, playing in Indy next year, I think. But, um, yeah, I, I think, I think in terms of 
the Patriots' chances, they're obviously severely diminished. I would put uh, the Buffalo Bills as the favorites in the AFC East. I think, actually, they may be trailed by the Dolphins rather than the Patriots, but that's that remains to be seen as to what the Dolphins do in the draft, I think. Um, I mean, I think the Buc- the Buccaneers have a good chance at a wild card spot, but I don't think they're the best team in the NFC South. So, um, Yeah, I have to interrupt you there. I think you just said that the Dolphins might be ahead of the Patriots next year. I did, yeah. That is an absolutely horrible take. The Dolphins no, are I'm- horrendous. Um, I get maybe they'll have Tua. I don't think it'll matter. I understand they've had a couple free agent signings. That's only mm-hmm. because they have zero good players right now. It's true. Um, whoever they're returning, I, just, I think they were competitive enough last year in the end of the se- at the end of the season with no talent, and now they have arguably the best cornerback tandem in the league. And I don't know. I just I think they've got a shot. I think they have enough talent to compete in the AFC East and I don't know I mean obviously this is all based or or depends on who the Patriots get at quarterback if it's going to be Jarrett Stidham though I don't think I I don't think they have a shot to do anything I'm I'm saying Justin Herbert you think they're going to get they're they're going to trade up for him okay that's my guess I mean that changes things yeah that would then I mean I'm I don't I don't think Bill Belichick is going to go into week one with Jared Stidham as quarterback no I don't think so either I think it's going to be Jacoby Brissett for the record also maybe Cam yeah, we'll see. Some cam whispers out there. Um, but let, let's let's digest it from a fantasy perspective. I think I actually want to say that I think that this is not as good for the wide receivers in Tampa Bay as it is for Brady. I think Brady immediately gets a bump because he's playing in a better offense. Um, it'll be, I think, more vertical. Uh, that's how Bruce Arians plays football. I also like am drawing some Carson Palmer com- uh, parallels because he brought in Palmer in Arizona and he became significantly better than he was before. And I don't know. I just think Brady's going to have a really good year that, you know, I, I agree with you that I think that this was his, one of his worst seasons in a really long time last year, but I do think he's going to have a good year for fantasy. I don't know that that necessarily means he's a top five or top eight quarterback yet. Um, but I think he's going to have a good year. I'm not as high on the wide receivers in terms of bolstering their stock because even though Jameis Winston threw a lot of picks, that has nothing to do with how well the wide receivers no. score in fantasy. You really can't get much better than the years that they had last yeah. year. Um, and I, like I said about Mike Evans, I don't know that Brady's going to be able to stretch it the way Jameis did. I mean, right. for all his flaws, he has a rocket. And I, yep. I think we kind of saw that Brady was losing that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And understandably, I mean, he's 42, 43. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I think. And I, and that's the thing with Jameis is like we can criticize him all we want. But fantasy football wise, he's a he's a good quarterback and very good for his receivers because yeah. the guy threw the ball at an insane volume he threw a ton of touchdowns and a ton of uh for a ton of yards and the, the knock on him is that he's not an efficient passer but there's not really much to deter an inefficient passer in terms of gaining fantasy football points and especially not for wide receivers because they have nothing they have no detriment to them if they're a quarterback throwing picks except that they're not on the field but that's that's my perspective there i think that's a big one to digest i also think Again, we mentioned a couple potential quarterbacks for the Patriots. That's going to be key. One thing I don't like is uh, like those scat back running backs like James White. I don't know, depending on who they bring in, obviously, but I don't know that they're going to be as valuable because Brady was so, it was such a high key for them throwing to those dump down, dump down uh, running backs out of the backfield. And I've, I mean, this obviously severely hampers any sort of receiving options in, in New England. Um, no matter who they bring in, nobody's going to, nobody's going to replicate what Brady did. 
uh, even if it is a star quarterback in the draft. I just don't. Yeah, at the moment, the New England offense, in terms of fantasy, looks totally void of much. I mean, Stone Michelle mm-hmm. will maybe warrant RB2 play, maybe. Uh, James White, I agree with you. Edelman, he's, he's a good player, but, I mean, his connection with Brady was clear, and mm-hmm. it, whoever comes in, we don't know that that'll be there. So. Right, yeah, no, and, and, and there's not much else, really, to discuss in that, mm-hmm. in that offense. Um, but let's 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 try to move on. I know that that's a big one to digest, but I think Philip Rivers is also a really big signing um, for the Indianapolis Colts, and then also for what it means for the Chargers, who presumably are going to have to get a quarterback again, whether that be through the draft or through free agency. There are a lot of available quarterbacks, but it's really hard to think about what the Chargers are going to be like next year because, again, and I'll and I'll mention this with the Colts in a minute. But Rivers leaving has to put a damper on Austin Eckler's stock because, again, with the dump down passes, um, you don't know. We we would assume, you know, Melvin Gordon's not going to be there, right? So who knows what the running game is going to look like. If that's going to all be picked up by Eckler, then you would imagine he would be a pretty good running back in fantasy next year like he was last year. Um, and, again, the Keenan Allen value is going to depend on what happens at the quarterback position. But for the Colts... And I mentioned this is why I mentioned mentioned Eckler. I like Naheem Hines. I think he fits nicely into that role that uh, Eckler played. I think Frank Reich likes to move around the running backs a bit, and like I do like Marlon Mack as well. But I think we'll see a, a really solid season from Naheem Hines. Um, I don't necessarily disagree with you. I don't think he's as good a player as Eckler. No, I agree. Um, and I think that remains to be seen. I don't. I, I like Philip Rivers. I don't think, similar to Brady, I don't think he's going to bring too much more to that offense. I don't see him boosting. I think Himes is an interesting one. Yeah. I, I don't see him boosting any other players no, too I mean, much. I, I think, yeah, like, like if you said I don't, you don't see him boosting them at all, mm-hmm. then I, w- I would disagree slightly because I think it's potentially, I think there's potential for those receivers to grow a little bit. Uh, I actually think that if you're going to, like, the receivers I'm less focused on. I think if there's a second person that I think would benefit, it would be one of the tight ends. And I only think that because Rivers seems to love those dump down tight ends. You know, you see Hunter Henry plays well, Gates plays well, even when he's like 60 years old rolling rolling out there. But um, I agree. I don't know that it's necessarily going to be a huge bolt for their for their passing game. I think it will be better though. Yeah. Um, and then the last one that I think we can discuss is Teddy Bridgewater, and by extension, maybe just. The fact that Cam Newton is not going to be in Carolina next year and what that means. I have a hard time figuring out what, what Teddy means, but what, what do you think about it? So, I mean, my initial thought is anytime you're talking about the Panthers' offense, you're mm-hmm. talking about Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. The biggest question is how will this affect Christian McCaffrey? And I think it'll help him. I don't. I, I think Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, maybe not help him. I don't think he's going to yeah. have much a much better season than he had last year because right, I don't right. think it's actually possible. Yeah. Um, but I think... It certainly doesn't hurt him. No, right? it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be used in the passing game. Um, and you would you would think with someone like McCaffrey that um, any running back, you would say, well, if they have poor quarterback play, uh, defenses can stack the box. Mm-hmm. And it, and last year it seemed like, well, do what you want to do, but Christian McCaffrey's going to do what he wants to do. That was the amazing thing about McCaffrey, and I, I owned McCaffrey, and they did stack the box mm-hmm. a lot. And the only way I saw him ever get taken out of the game was when he had to block blitzes. Mm. But even then, he'd break one out for 80 yards, so... Yeah. No, I, I mean, I think I think it's pretty steady. I mean, I think Teddy Bridgewater is, is um, going to be fine. You yeah. know, I, I don't know that he's a draftable quarterback in a one-quarterback league, but in a two-quarterback league, I think he's 
you know, he's got potential to be a quarterback, too, in, like, a 12-team league or something like that, although you typically wouldn't have it. But not saying much. But no, I mean, yeah. it's not. I mean, I don't think he's really a viable yeah. option No, yet. I mean, I honestly, of all the quarterback moves today, as big as they all were, I wouldn't want any of them as my quarterback going into next year. I think yeah. there's much better I mean, options. There is a legit case to be made that in a 12, maybe even a 14-team team, team league, none of these quarterbacks are draftable yeah. as a QB1. Brady's the only one yeah. just because of the weapons. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I I, I don't know what but he's going to look like. Yeah, and I, I mean, I... I would draft Brady. Yeah. Like, I'm just sitting here, I would draft Brady in, in a 12 or 14 team league, but I do think it's possible that you could say, yeah, maybe he's not he's not at that level, especially in a 10 or 12 team, maybe not 14. But, um, yeah, I think I think that's that's the that's pretty much what we're what we're thinking of yeah. today. Um, quarterback heavy day for sure. Quarterback heavy day. We'll see what happens with Cam. Yep. Um, I think that that's a big domino still left to fall. Any predictions for Cam or Jameis where they're going to end up? You know, it's so hard because you would imagine the Patriots may try to get one of them, but I don't know. Like maybe it's time to move on to a new chapter and start with somebody younger. Um, I really like the Jacoby Brissett to New England take. I think I, you know, I originally talked a little bit about Cam Newton going to Denver, but that does not seem likely. I have talked about Jameis going to Pittsburgh, but the cap situation doesn't look good for that. And also he would have to be willing to take a role as a backup. And I don't know that he's wanting to do that, but he may be forced into it in all Mm -hmm. honesty. You know, what's interesting. I think if Cam, I think if maybe we had seen that news about Cam earlier on, like would the Raiders have been interested instead of going and getting Mariota and bringing in Cam instead? Like, I thought that would have been interesting. Yeah. It's just not a... I agree. You know. But we'll be sure to see what happens in the coming days, and, you know, we'll be here to discuss it with you guys. We'll be here every day, and we're giving you our fantasy football, uh, bringing you the news from the NFL and from... um, football from a fantasy football perspective to help you think about your leagues before you really have to start getting down and making those decisions and we'll also be with you then as well so jason thank you for the show today this was great yeah wash your hands (laughs) wash your hands all right stay safe uh thanks for listening